This altcoin could be a massive winner due to incoming crypto regulations. This crypto project is one of the only fully regulated projects in the industry, and it's listed on the stock exchange. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. This episode of the Beam Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator, which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. All views expressed by speakers on the BeanPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeanPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be revealing an altcoin that could have massive tailwinds due to incoming crypto regulation. Name another project. That is on the stock exchange. I'll wait. (laughs) You can't. So this is fully compliant, Mm -hmm. fully regulated, and has a ticker on the stock exchange. And that's important to me because with upcoming crypto regulations, you want companies and projects out there that are being fully compliant with the laws. And this one is. Yeah. I mean, let's set the landscape here. So What's going on in crypto right now? There's dark clouds looming. The regulators are coming in. And you know what? It's actually, it's a good thing because regulatory regulatory clarity is emerging, right? Like a year ago, it's like, ooh, I wonder what they're going to do. But now it looks like we can see what they're starting to do. So first of all, centralized exchanges, which are traditionally the fiat on-ramp, off-ramp kind of platforms, they're slowly being kicked out of a lot of countries, right? You know, we live in Canada, finance about to be gone. Yeah, OKX, Bybit, you know, Binance is being kicked out of almost every country. Mm. So for your first issue is that regulators, they're trying to choke out the ways that people can put money in and take money out of crypto. So the fiat on-ramp thing is becoming a big problem. And the altcoin we're going to reveal has built a fully regulated, regulated solution for this. And then you look at what else regulators are doing. Stable coins are now coming under pressure, right? And we do have another episode about that topic, but today it's important because stable coins are, again, what you typically use for, for fiat on-ramp, off-ramp. And if USDT, USDC being regulated out of countries, people need a platform that is basically built an all-in-one regulated solution like a crypto bank, which also offers fiat on-ramp, off-ramp in many, many countries around the world. Mm. This, is, this is a gem that not many, many people have been talking about. No, and this is why we want to be early because we see the writing on the wall, you know, when Binance left uh, one of our provinces in Ontario, then it moved out to where we are. So boom, sw- swept across all of Canada, mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. And it's Operation Choke Point. The SEC, Gary Gensler, they don't want you to have access to crypto. And you have Senator uh, Elizabeth Warren, who also is creating this anti-crypto army out there. Mm. And when you look at their, so I was looking at like what their net worth is. <laughs> Gary Gensler is worth $100 million. It's a joke. Elizabeth Warren, I think I have her down at $73 million. So these motherfuckers, they just don't want you to have, uh, they're trying to protect their little baby, their cash babies. Yep. They're, you know, when things are on the blockchain, you know, there's, it's traceable, it's transparent, it's right. right? So they want their little cash baby and their bribes and stuff going on so they can keep running the, their little shady businesses that they run. For sure. We're seeing Binance being kicked out of Australia. Uh, 
being pushed out of Russia, et cetera, right? So this is very important that we identify solutions that allow you to still deposit money and have access to trading crypto products because before, sooner than later, you're going to not be able to uh, access and trade all coins within your specific regions. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's funny you mentioned Gary Gensler and Elizabeth Warren, the SEC, right? And when you're investing in altcoins and crypto projects, there's always a risk that the SEC is going to come and deem it a security or mm. sue it. And then, boom, the token goes down 50%. But with this project, it's fully compliant with the SEC. It's regulated, completely regulated by, I think it's the government of Gibraltar, mm. fully audited, regulated security. So, you know, there's basically zero risk of this being sued by the SEC and being called a security. So that is just one huge tick box that gives you a bit of security. And it's publicly listed on the UK Stock Exchange. Massive. So this is the first crypto card program that partnered with MasterCard mm. in 2018. Way back in the day. The first. Yeah, yeah. Not crypto.com, not, not none of these other platforms. It was this one. Yeah. So the fact that now we're talking about it's regulated, it's on the Stock Exchange, partnered with one of the biggest fiat fintech companies in the world mastercard absolutely huge yeah i mean so you think about this so we just basically set the landscape regulations are coming in you want you want projects that are regulated and you know in this case publicly listed so that the, the project we're talking about today is called tap the ticker is xtp so this is this is straight up from the website they're simplifying the world of cryptocurrencies by connecting traditional banking and digital assets seamlessly within a single cutting edge app so this is solving a problem that is about to emerge as one of the biggest issues in crypto. That's massive. It's absolutely huge. Here's what I like. This is one of the few projects out there that is generating revenue. Mm. So what I figured out was the company generates revenue of 1.6 million pounds in Q1 of this year. That's more than the full year revenue year prior. Yep. So we're looking at a company that's actually generating growth and money. Because there's a lot of fluff out there in the crypto industry where it's like, oh, this utility-based project, blah, 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 blah. It's not generating fees. Yeah. It's not making any money. You know, eventually the wealth uh, from institutional investors, et cetera, are going to be looking at companies who actually are doing something. For sure. And their growth. They went from 100,000 users to 150,000 users. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of people using this platform. Yep. Um, so I like that the fact that this company's growing. Yeah, I mean, like, think about it like this. Why are, I mean, obviously there's, there's many reasons, but there's very few, lex to no crypto companies that are listed on stock exchanges. No. One, you, you have to, you know, show some sort of growth in revenue most of the time to be on a stock exchange. I know there's a lot of companies out there that are, you know, in the red, but they're still making money. They're just spending more. But you can't have just this crypto project with their token that's used for DAO governance being on a stock exchange. TAP, XTP, they're generating real revenue. And then when you look at what does it mean to be regulated and listed on a stock exchange, that means the level of scrutiny mm. is so much higher. So, you know, I've, I mean, we've talked about it in our stock episodes before. Even stocks can go to zero, right? But know, yeah. it means there's much less of a chance of, you know, shady things going on like an FTX situation or a Terra Luna situation where there's just all kinds of shady stuff going on. This is a fully regulated company. So that in conjunction with the fact that they're earning revenue, it makes it a lot just... More legit than most crypto companies. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. the fact that this is a multi-currency, uh, the fact that you can do all, all of your, your, you can store your crypto in your wallet, mm -hmm. but you can also make trades and there's no, there's very minimal fees, but you can send it to anybody else who's holding the token and seamlessly and instantly cross borders. Yeah. Kind of like what Ripple's trying to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, 
I think that what I like, what I really like about this is that they have advanced trading engines. So you can trade any asset seamlessly and easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like the fact that you can stake to earn. So with a lot of Visa cards and MasterCards, you pay $150 uh, annually or whatever you will, right? To gain access to certain privileges mm-hmm. um, with MasterCard or Visa, et cetera. But this one, you can stake your XDP it puts you into a different bracket to get like the platinum card, which allows you to have better rewards yeah. and better use cases for your credit card. There's a lot of cool, fe- cool features on the tap app. So there's things like there's things that they're doing, obviously integrated with crypto that a lot of popular apps in just fiat currency have done. So you can like share bills with your friends at tables. Um, there's like Splitwise that does that, but this is a crypto version. They've got it in the tap app. You can pay your expenses directly from the app. Because they're and they're now, as we'll allude to in the in later in the episode, they're partnering up and they're making crypto credit cards that are paid for directly from your tap app. So we're talked about the troubles with fiat on and off ramp, right? And what's the main what's the main reason that you're withdrawing your crypto to fiat is probably paying your rent, paying your bills, right? But if you can do that all within a tap app, you don't actually need the ability to do that. Not that they don't already offer that. You can do fiat on ramp and off ramp in a tap app. But it's just one, it's one last click, right? Mm. You can pay your bills, send money to your friends, split bills all from the tap app and their native token XTP. Yeah, it's pretty good. And the fact that their whole team is l- littered with ex-fintech executives mm-hmm. from around the world, like this is what they're operating within their specialty. And that's one thing that we like to look for is, you know, we spoke to Hello previously, is the fact that the founder of, of that project is working in the entertainment space, his specialty. Right. You know, these guys are all fintech guys. They know what they're doing. They've been around since, um, you know, partnered with MasterCard in 2018. Yep. Right. Focused on enterprises, cross-border payments, seamless, easy and easy off and on ramps for fiat. Like it's ticking a lot of boxes. For sure. And, you know, we there's been a lot of discussions about docs teams in the past over the past little bit for some of the projects we talk about. Again, fully regulated public company. You can go on the website, see their their CEO, their COO, their chairman. These are all guys that have worked at a ton of top corporations around the world, in the UK, in fintech. Some of the biggest names and biggest companies in the in Europe, they've worked for them. So you can go check it out. There's no, there's no mystery about what these guys are doing. And that's why they've been able to scale this company out. It's available in 45 countries already. Like that's massive. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, there's not a lot of other crypto products projects out there that are actually doing that. Mm-hmm. And when you have access to d- traditional banking features utilizing crypto globally 24 seven mm-hmm. across nearly 50 countries, the writing seems to be on the wall here as there's more and more choke points around the world. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So one of the main um, criticisms of some of the crypto cards that have come out in the past, I know for, uh, there was one of the biggest and most popular ones was the crypto.com one. That became really popular when crypto.com was kind of having their moment there. Yeah. Uh, were the fees. The fees are way more than like a traditional Visa or MasterCard. But because TAP has partnered with MasterCard to make theirs, let's do a little comparison here. So the TAP titanium card, 0.6% trading fees. Crypto.com actually has 2 to 4% because they have hidden spread trading fees, right? Mm. And then for the TAP titanium card staking, the cost of that is $2,000 compared with 350000 crypto.com. For Obsidian, their black Jesus. card. So it's a lot cheaper, less fees, which just means it's more accessible to the masses, right? Yeah. And the, one of the biggest catalysts is they haven't quite entered the US yet. Mm. When they enter the US, you can expect this thing to go berserk. Yep. So that's why I'm looking for. I'm looking to watch the countries that they, the additional countries they onboard, mm. some of the enterprises that they onboard. 
because let's say if you're an enterprise and you start using their MasterCard and you build in into their ecosystem, people shopping, buying and selling things, it's just going to keep adding to the value of the XTP token. Yeah, for sure. And another catalyst I'm looking for is, again, I mentioned at the start of the episode how one of the biggest issues for centralized exchanges is going to be this choke point of allowing your customers to have fiat on-ramp, off-ramp options. But what XCP is doing is they're starting to partner with centralized exchanges to offer their crypto card. It's like crypto as a service, right? And again, if you, so they recently, they partnered with Bitfinex last year, one of the larger exchanges. And they're making this card available to all of the Bitfinex users in Europe. And it's the same thing. It's allowing their, you can convert your crypto to Euro immediately in your account and buy things and pay bills and send money all from within. The, so you don't actually need. You don't, have to, you don't have to off ramp. It's, it's now becoming, it's a bank. It's yeah. like crypto bank as a service. And if they've already, this is one of their first big partnerships with Bitfinex. I can see them now starting to partner with more exchanges as it becomes more successful. As more exchanges like, shit, we need to start offering these services or people are going to leave because they can't off ramp because of all the regulations. Mm. So I see Catalyst down the road of TAP partnering with more and more big exchanges giving them access to more users and just making their exposure worldwide. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that, that is what I'm looking at as well. The fact that it is regulated, you know, they, they do have a ton of fintech experts working behind the scenes. The growth, the fact that they had 50% growth in six months, yeah, it's massive. Um, which took them three years to get to 100,000, and then they did in six months, it's fucking crazy. So these guys are doing a lot, of, a lot of big work here. Yeah, and we're talking about a company fully diluted market cap of less than $40 million. Mm. So this is a small cap gem. Small cap gem. And it's, it's interesting. I feel like if you would have watched the episode up to this point and just heard about what they're doing, who they're partnered with, how large their company is, the experience, the amount of users, and the amount of countries, you wouldn't maybe think that it's, the market cap is that small. It's because, again, it's bear market. People are selling the token. They don't really realize all the catalysts coming up. But this... This is a fully regulated on the on the uh, one of the largest stock exchanges in the world, and it's a small cap gem. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, no. Well, look, this is a, a product project that we like. We've both invested into it um, because we see the writing on the wall, yep. and we see the use cases here, and we can see how Operation Choke Point is going to really start kicking out a lot of these centralized exchanges. That's they're going to eliminate the America is going to eliminate abilities for or ways for you to be able to onboard your fiat into crypto etc mm. so we're, we're getting early onto the ground floor of these type of projects where we're seeing growth and regulation so yeah for sure i mean i think it's a coming narrative it's a coming massive cloud of regulation this company solves a lot of the issues quote unquote that are being created by new regulation which look i think regulation is good for the industry long term but you just have to find the few projects that are working with the regulators that are fully regulated yeah. and that can, these guys, as you said, these guys have worked in the fintech industry for years. They can see the direction that this needs to go That's for it. it to be mass adopted and they're building the solution now. And it's like, look, people are going to say, oh, look, you know, it's down XXX from the, from its peak. You want to buy high, you want to buy low. You want to yeah. buy when no one's talking about it, which is what we do. We always find gems at their lowest and hopefully ride them up to their highs. And I think, you know, not financial advice, but this is what we're looking to do with TAP. We see a ton of catalysts in an interesting narrative. So, yeah, I think this is definitely added to our portfolios as a small cap gem. Again, like I said, try to find a project that is this regulated mm-hmm. and trades on the stock exchange. Yeah. Compliant. You can't. You can't. You can't. You yeah. can't. So, so it's, it's an interesting one for sure. So, hey, look, if, if there's anything else you guys want to know about TAP, XTP, or if there's anything we missed, let us know in, in the comments and make sure to like and subscribe for more. Then tune to the next episode. That one's going to be a banger.
views expressed by speakers on the BeamPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeamPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.